Company Assassin is the first book in the Relic Trilogy by Claudia Blood. He's an orphan recruited by assassins facing tech-eating demons. Can he uncover the truth before it claims his life? Check out the Relic Trilogy at your favorite digital ebook store. Hi, my name's Kendra, and I trip over flat surfaces. And this is a podcast where we can stumble through life together. So let's get going. Hey, well, before we get into the podcast, I'd like to ask, did you do your homework? Did you find that something that you, when you heard it or saw it, it made you mindful of what you were thinking? It helped you realize what those thoughts were, and if not what you wanted, it helped you evict those thoughts and get a new renter in that mind space rental place. Did it work? Did you try it once? Or did you let it go after that one time? Or did you keep trying over and over? Whatever it was right now, let's just forget about it. It doesn't matter if you did or did not, how often. Let's start now. Just start again and keep going again and again. Just keep getting back up. So clear your mind. Put something in there that is positive and or focus on the moment where we are right now and pay attention to the podcast. Thank you to those of you who sent me messages about your homework and what those things were. And feel free to leave me a message on the podcast Facebook page, which is I Trip Over Flat Surfaces, or Instagram at I-T-O-F-S Podcast. Well, I'll tell you about a time uh, very recently I stumbled badly. It wasn't really too long ago. uh, On this, and I, I really had to revisit the words scrolling through my mind. Something happened at work and I was frustrated that I was not able to engage the team like I wanted and basically what I was doing completely flopped, failed. I mean, it was a complete disaster. After the meeting, I was down on myself, I was frustrated, I was not able to produce the results that I wanted and I felt like I'd failed. I felt really bad for a day or two probably longer, really, running over and over how badly I had done in my mind in that rental place, how bad I looked and how I could not get things done. About the third day or so, I really realized I had to take inventory of why this project I was trying to start went so poorly. And in the end, really taking a look at the situation, I was able to see that I wasn't the best person for this effort, but others were more well-equipped. I was trying to force myself into a position of taking on this project and spearheading it when really it was meant for someone else. I then spent a day or two, of course, feeling bad why I couldn't perform as well as the particular co-workers who were better fit for this, and then had to take the time to give the thought this was better suited to someone else and give value to that thought. It is important not just to think something positive, but give it weight, give it value. Give it as much value and time, actually more so than those negative thoughts. It took another couple weeks for me to feel I had moved those negative thoughts about myself to a more constructive and positive place to recognize, although true, it didn't mean I wasn't also capable. And I am sure beyond those two weeks, I had moments And my point is really, it it wasn't instantaneous. It took some time. I had to remember I had other abilities where I perform well, and I should allow those tasks to be given to someone else, that actually this task really should have never been mine. 
and I should have let the coworkers handle it from the beginning. Someone else doing well does not mean we do poorly. We have our different abilities, strengths, and weaknesses. We should value and appreciate when someone is able to do well on an area where if we admit it or not, we could use some extra assistance. We want them to value what we bring to the table. We want others to come to us and recognize when there is something we can do and do well, to acknowledge and see when our strengths would better be a better fit in the area of their weakness. Why would we not reciprocate the same thoughts and feelings and give value to where others can do well or you know, make sure you know, even better, you know, maybe it's not just well, it's better. We want to be valued and you know, you are a value. You are a value with the strength and weaknesses that you have. Those weaknesses are just as important as your strength because it means we need something else in our life to pick up where our strengths start to fade. And so let's just stop here for a second. The word weakness, I mean, it, it has a negative vibe, right? Even when, even as I'm speaking it, it feels negative. And I, and I don't like that. I don't think that it should. I am weak in the area of grammar, if you know me. And it turns out my husband, whose first language isn't even English, is much better in that area than myself. So in the pieces of the puzzle that make our life, this fits. And it's okay. You know, we, it matches for us. He picks up where I fade out in that area. I was weak in the area of understanding how love can conquer much. And I have this horse who came to me with much baggage, much of which mirrored my own. My horse has taught me things about taking the time needed, patience, love that I didn't think I would have been able or been open to learn from another human. And so... Well, I mean, we'll leave that for another podcast, much to talk about there. So, so it's okay if I am or was weak in an area. Saying I am can be hard, but it doesn't have to be bad. Maybe we should start redefining the word weak and another topic for another podcast. You can always tell me what you use instead of weak or weakness. I would love to hear from you. But, okay. So, I had taken a few days, but I did realize the thoughts I was having and had to change, had to go go away and be replaced with something more constructive. So I came to terms with my situation. I got back up and although it was a slight stumble, I had stumbled, I got up, I had a slight limp, but I moved on. I believe the time I have spent conditioning myself to recognize those types of thoughts helped me to really hear them and eventually put a stop to them. This takes time. Give yourself the time. My few words make it seem easier than what it really is. It is work in progress, a journey. It takes the time it takes. However, you do have to stay consistent and give yourself credit for the time that you do evict that bad renter. Celebrate those little victories, no matter how small. Just remind yourself over and over, you did it, even if just once, and just keep going. Okay, the tale of two cues. So something happened at work that I just found so fascinating. A management was looking for a naming idea on something and I gave them the name Q. And if you don't know, Q is a character from Star Trek and 
personal favorite. Mine is from uh, Next Generation, but if you, if you don't know who Q is, Wikipedia defines Q as a fictional character on Star Trek who is an extra-dimensional being of unknown origin who possesses immeasurable power over time, space, the law of physics, and reality itself, and being capable of altering it to his whim. Despite the knowledge and experience spanning eons, he is not above practical jokes, sometimes to prove a point. He is evasive regarding his true motives. His role became a teacher, but in seemingly destructive or disruptive ways. So just listening to this, you would think this is a horrible character, always giving them a hard time and making life difficult for the Enterprise crew unneedlessly. For sure, his methods were unorthodox, and he did seem to wreak havoc. However, he made them rethink the possible, to think outside the box. Q even gave them at least a couple of choices to get themselves out of their predicament. Now that out option wasn't usually the better choice, but was there as a choice. Going with the better or right option meant they had to work at the situation, come up with creative ways to deal with the situation, maybe give something they felt was a value and give that up. Maybe they had to. And in, and in doing so, expanded what they thought was possible. So I kind of get where I'm headed with this. My coworker, when hearing my suggestion, saw this character as negative and nothing but trouble. I saw a character that, although was painful, made the story interesting, saw something in the crew they yet could see in themselves, pushed them to be better. They grew as a team and individuals when they were in those comfortable, uncomfortable situations. I mean, growing comes from a place of being uncomfortable. So let's get back to the um, wiki's description. Possesses immeasurable power over time, space, the law of physics, and reality itself. Problems do that, do they not? Depending on the problem or how many there are, they seem to take the air from the room. They take over your time and space, meaning your thoughts. They can even defy your view or foundation of belief in something. Like you, we also see our stumbles as playing a cruel joke on us. Why is this happening to me? So let me ask you a really hard and seemingly unfair question. Why not? Why are you going through this versus someone else? Someone is going to get cancer. Someone is going to bang their head or toe against the table. Someone is going to have a car accident. Someone is going to say something inappropriate for the moment. Someone is going to be asked to stay late at work or asked to put in extra hours without more pay. Whatever it might be, this list could go on and on. It doesn't make it right or fair by any means. The tale of two cues is your cue the view of seeing your situation as nothing but bad and negative, that nothing could come of the situation, or do you try and find those things in a bad situation that can, that can become something positive? It can be hard when you're in the middle of it, right? I mean, really, really hard. You don't know how long it will last to know how long you need to stay strong. When we come out of a bad situation, we can often look bad and then see how some things in our lives are better. 
When in your situation, though, it has to be a decision to decide to fight those hopeless negative thoughts. Maybe in those times of weakness, you get others to help you with hope and getting to a place where maybe it isn't puppies and roses, but it isn't destructive or negative. I think people get the idea that when you say positive, it means you cannot be anything but sunshine and cotton candy. I don't think that's realistic and unfair to others and yourself to think that way. Maybe that day you are just not destructive. Not that you were thinking happy-go-lucky thoughts all day. However, that you were able to get out of bed and have some toast. The positive point is that you got out of bed and ate something. Someone's positive could be they got a 75% on a test they thought they failed. Or they got a promotion they for sure thought uh, wasn't coming. Don't be so lofty that what you view as positive means that you miss the smaller steps of hope, of gratitude, something favorable, cheerful, or useful. Useful in getting your proverbial feet faced in the right direction to something more positive. If positive equals north to you, then let's move around that life compass to just first face north. The positive would be to think on and give yourself credit for getting out of bed and having enough in you to make and eat that toast. Not that you stayed in bed the day before or that you went back to bed. Remember that the rest of the day, how brave and strong of you to have been able to do even just that. My heart goes out to you because that was facing north and taking a step. How hard that must have been, but you did it. We all experience stumbles differently and how you experience them is totally okay. You are allowed to feel how you feel and that could be totally different from how I would feel or someone else would feel. It isn't those emotions or initial thoughts that are bad because you know, newsflash, I mean, we are all human. We are made to feel a plethora of emotions. It is more the value you give to those thoughts and how long they stay in that mind space rental place. The more time and more value they are given, the more they will become your truth. You have to fight for happiness, for cheerfulness, step by step, taking the time it takes to keep facing north as you slowly move to thinking better more positive, more productive, useful thoughts to carry you on your journey. Again, you find that thing, that song, that word, that phrase that helps you remember to keep facing north, that helps you push those thoughts away, not taking you from north, or helps you take one step or that second step. Tell yourself this cue is part of your journey but it isn't all you are or all there is. You have strengths to get you through this and let others help with the weaknesses. I mentioned fighting my thoughts is the hardest thing I do. I do it every day, but some days it's, it just happens without much effort because of the years and years I've spent working on this. Just like when you start something new, it's hard at first. However, over time you will find a rhythm Occasionally, I still trip and stumble, but instead of spending weeks or months 
with destructive self-biased thoughts, I might now, you know, it could just be days now or hours before I'm able to recognize what I'm doing to myself and change my thoughts. I swing my compass back to north and then I start my journey again. I would really love to hear about your journey and about your steps, what you found to be good to yourself and think good thoughts. I mean, anything, any comments that you would like to leave, I would, it would be much appreciated. If you like the podcast, please share it with your friends. Like, follow, subscribe, and comment. I honestly would be honored if you take the time to leave a message. This is no joke freaking hard. Life can be hard. Let's do the journey together. Let's take the steps together. You are valuable enough to spend the effort finding your north and taking that step. Until next time, be good to yourself, even better to others, and watch your step.